Yeah, steady away. Did a podcast yesterday. That went okay. So um, just sat down waiting for you to uh, ring and do this podcast. Fantastic. Let's talk about the podcast that you've done uh, yesterday first before we go on to the magic moments. It was in Rotherham, wasn't it? Who was it with? Um, Anthony. I don't know his surname, but yeah. his name was Anthony. Um, he, he, does, he does all sorts with his podcast. Yeah. Um, but he's a big, he was a big Sheffield Wednesday fan. He's not up to date with it as much as what he used to be, we were telling me. Um, but we just off of the M1 and obviously down into the country farming uh, area, uh, out at way. So uh, that would put about three, 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 three and a half hours altogether. So um, it was enjoyable, enjoyable. Was you talking about just your Sheffield Wednesday career or no, your career as a career, whole? Yeah. Career, yeah. Uh, and about uh, why I moved, um, what were the managers like? What I did off at football field, you know that type of thing. Has he read your books? He's read the first, uh, the second one. He wanted, he wanted, he wanted the uh, first one, but I hadn't got it. Yes. You know, but the uh, the other good thing about it, uh, he'd been to America, um, and he was telling one of his friends that I was a, a Trump fan. I am a Trump fan, but I'm, what I am, I'm wanting the right thing for all people. Absolutely, yeah. So. Um, he fetched me a Trump watch back, which I really appreciate. And I said to him, thank you, friend, you know. So, you know, um, it was about everything. I don't think we did any politics, but uh, it was yeah. about football in general and, and off the field. And when will it be coming me out? Obvious, to... Me obvious and that type of thing. Yeah, when will it be coming out? Do, do you know? I'll, um, he said within a couple of months. Lovely. You know. Yeah. Um, He's got obviously got to edit it down and whatever. Yeah, it looked real professional how they how they did it. To be honest, Gab. Superb. You know. Well, we'll 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 get hold of that and we'll put it out on the socials and we'll we'll link yeah. up with him. Um, because anything that that you do in terms of podcasting, promoting, etc., etc., we're only happy to share everything yeah. and uh, get everybody involved in the project. We've got to do this. Will be the last one of the season because the football season has officially ended now. Um, Are you kidding me? We've just been <laughs> we've just been we just watched another three or four matches. I oh, know we've got all these Euros. I'm going to qualify. Not to believe you, like I don't believe the politicians. <laughs> but but it has officially. Yes, yes, yes. But the Euros for the under twenty ones start tomorrow in Romania. So in essence, football never stops. There's always some form of football somewhere. Modern day football yeah, absolutely. So we, we will take a couple of weeks break and it'll give us a chance to record current 79, the memories, your memories of that iconic year of 1979 when you played in the League Cup final and also in the Boxing Day Massacre. So there are a couple of podcasts that, that we want to do. Magic Moments too. what have you sourced over the last couple of weeks? Because uh, it's been a frantic time um, and there's been European finals as well. Well, I don't think it's been no fantastic uh, goal goal wise, but I've got I've, the only thing I'm going to go with is Rodri's goal. Yes, brilliant. You know, I would say it was a a brilliant goal. It was a very good goal. Great pass. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's down to the uh, Champions League final, be all end all, 
uh, Guardiola has uh, always, even though he doesn't look at the pressure, but there is always pressure brought onto you by the media itself mm. and the fo- uh, footballing world. Uh, they hadn't won it at Manchester City and Bayern Munich and these are clubs that uh, he should win it. Nobody's got a divine right to win anything. Um, but he's, he's done it now. So that's monkeys off his shoulder. Yep. But they'll find something else that uh, to complain about or to try and pull him down on. But no, uh, I was pleased for Manchester City. Tremendous effort to um, to win the treble. It still takes them to choose how much money you, you spend. And when you look at... Uh, PSG with the forward line they had in Neymar, uh, Neymar, uh, Messi and uh, Mbappe. Yeah. You know they didn't. They, they, they've got semi-finals, that thing, quarter-finals. You know, so it, it's a difficult uh, competition to win. Absolutely, and going back to what you were saying about spending that money. Okay, Man City did spend a lot of money on on Jack. They don't usually spend top dollar. On players, they wait for the player to come at the right right price and then they purchase the player. It was a little bit different with Jack because um, there was a a buyout clause in his contract and they met it. So, 100 million took Jack Grealish from Villa Park to to the Etihad. But when you look at Everton, for instance, spent £600 million and just avoided relegation from the Premier League this season. It's all about spending the money and spending the money wisely. We've only got to look at Chelsea. They've spent another rake of, of money. Uh, almost £700 million since Todd Bowley took over. It's quite ridiculous. Yeah, and finished way out of yeah. the placings of Europe and my Champions League. Yeah. Um, so you, the art about football, obviously, is spending wisely. Correct. But having an elite manager who's going to be able to, and I don't mean this in a, in a sarcastic way, a manager what's going to stand up and owners are going to respect the manager yeah. to say, look, get on with it, right? But that doesn't mean that they can't come around and say, if things are not going right, hang on a bit, that's not right, bum, 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 bum. Because it's their money and they're entitled to have a say. Yep. But they've got to have a manager who they can trust and they're going to leave him uh, to, to build that club uh, and to build a, a legacy uh, that's going to not only stand uh, in time with the with football club, but with the fans and all. And that's what that's his first priority to get the manager in. Now I, I do like Potticino. You know, everybody goes on about well he had one note. Yes, I, in one sense you could look at it, he, he blew it when, when everybody else had or when I say everybody else, the big four um had bad seasons and Leicester finished up winning it. Yeah. So yeah, you can look at it like that. But he got him to a Champions League final. Tottenham's never been there. No. You know, did they perform on the day? No. Maybe, maybe um, nerves may have got to one or two of them. You know, the playing Liverpool, what's been there, done it. I get all that type of thing. But for me, they just, they just didn't perform on the day. And Harry Kane was injured as well, wasn't he, going into that game? You know, yeah, but, a, a, okay, another thing. I'm like, I'm like the rest of you. I like Harry Kane. I, I really do. like Harry Kane. I really do. Mm. But what has so- Tottenham won? But if Harry Kane is 70% fit, it's a final, it's the last game of the season, you, I'm, I'm playing him. I know that you probably, with hindsight, might be better playing another player that's 100% fit. But if Harry Kane is willing to go through it and he's 70% fit, I'm playing him because he's, he's the best chance I've got of scoring a goal and winning the cup. Yeah, But they still didn't perform, did they? No, they didn't. 
No. When you look at that final, they no, didn't they didn't perform. No. I mean, this final wasn't a great final. No. Right? Finals generally you can, you can, I mean, even Manchester City mm. uh, gave the ball away more than they usually do. Yeah. But they still had uh, more percentage of the ball than the uh, uh, Inter Milan. Mm. But Inter Milan did what I thought they would do, just sit back and hit, and hit them on the counter, counter-attack. And when you look at it, near the death, they had three great chances yeah, to equalise. Mm-hmm. You can't say they're going to go in front because it's, it's a different ball game, doesn't it? They have to go back to the centre circle and restart a game. But we were missing that first chance. They had three great chances. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the end of the day, if you're going to be successful, you need players, uh, you need everybody uh, pointing in the, you're pointing in the direction. That, that's the, the board with the manager and the fans, uh, and then you get the media on your side. Absolutely, T. I'd like to just give a shout-out to Jared Bowen's goal, uh, David Moyes' goal celebration. I think Moisey was superb. And I think in the dressing room after, Moisey was throwing some shapes. You could see what it meant to him. Now, Moisey wouldn't have been throwing them same shapes in a dressing room if West Ham had come fourth and qualified for the Champions League. And that's what we've always maintained on the current view. Winning it's trophy. about winning. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's about winning cups, making those magic moments, and then moments that, that stay in the history vaults of the football. I'll tell you what, forever. win a trophy, and I'll guarantee you one thing. Yep. You'll want to win another. Absolutely. Moyes qualified for the Champions League with Everton. Yeah. Where did he get them? Nowhere really, did it? No, not really. No. We're not talking about. I mean, Everton's an elite football club, yeah, as yeah. we all know. Mm. It's one of the big clubs. What won major trophies throughout yep. uh, its throughout its history? Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I, when I say I'm a critic of, of Moyes, I don't like the, his philosophy. No, I don't. But there was nobody more pleased than me for him winning. Same here. There was nobody more pleased to see him and his dad on that football field and yep. him giving his dad his 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 medal. Yeah. You know. I, and to see him afterwards in the dressing room, I know what it means. That yeah. I just wish he believed in his own his own judgment. Everybody's different, you know. Everybody's different, you know. The nervousness, couple of bad results, you know. We better not lose uh, today, or we better not concede too many goals. I get all that, mm. but if you start to fear fear, it shows through to the players. And regardless of who they are, players. If they see him, if they've got a manager what can lead them, then they're behind the manager, I guarantee you that. Absolutely too. Have you picked your team of the season, by the way? Because we're going to be doing that shortly. I'll Listen, I'll pick my yeah. team of the season. I wish my team could play your team any day a week. Well, we're going to be discussing and I, that. By the way, you'll be disappointed in one of them. Okay. Well, we're going to be doing that next. I just finally want to talk about... Arda Gula's goal for Turkey against Wales. Just hang on a bit before you do that. Yeah. And have you have you picked the manager for your team? Uh, of course. Oh, good. Yeah. Of uh, course. So go on, carry on. <laughs> Arda Gula's goal for Turkey. What a goal! He looks some kind of player, and he's on the radar of a number of Premier League clubs. And Trent Alexander Arnold's passing not just in the first game against Malta, but the second game against North Macedonia. And, uh, and Saka's finishing, so well done to uh, Trent. I did watch Trent when you he know when you look Park. at him, Gabby. Yeah. You know when you look at Trent? Yeah. You know, 
And I see all the criticism he gets defending wise. Yeah. But when you when you're attacking like Liverpool do, Manchester City do, because Man City always get criticised for the defending, haven't they? Correct. Yeah. Even when they've won. Yeah. 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 You know. But you tell me a better passive ball in the country than than, than Trent. If Trent was playing in the 90s for England, um, OK, he's got Beckham in the way, etc., and that's another debate. But if if England were playing 4-4-2 like they did with David Beckham playing, he's your right-sided midfield player like David Beckham. is an absolute shoe-in. I get that they changed the system. I disagree with you. Do you really? That, would you not play him on that right side of midfield like in a Beckham I'll tell you what role? I would do. Yeah. You know, if Trent had got um, a Pep Guardiola as his manager, yeah, right. It, I'm not saying uh, what a, Pep Pep might play him there, yeah, but he might play him in midfield because what did you just say? I want to mention Trent about his passing. I just think he's a fabulous passer of the Absolutely. ball. Absolutely, fabulous passer of the ball. But what I mean, what, what I say to I mean, fabulous. What I'm trying to say is, in the nineties, yeah. there was still the long ball. Trent. I know, but what I'm saying is, you know how Beckham used to get the ball and just whip it across? I mean, Trent is, in my opinion... Still not good. He didn't get us anywhere, Gabby. No, I know, but what I'm saying is I'm just... We had Shearer scored millions of goals. No, absolutely. We've got, we've got to have a case going. Yeah. We've got to have a manager what could put a balanced team together. That's all I'm saying. 100%. But I understand what you're saying. 100%. Because we're both agreeing. But I'm just saying... We team. Yeah, but we, we, we Trent, I, I just think he's one of... The best passers of the ball in in world football, not just the Premier League. I agree with you one hundred percent. When I went to Villa Park and watched him, I said to the lads round by us, "Oh, the you know don't get a Southgate pick this kid because he can pick a, a pass out, and he can pick a pass out in any position of the park." For me, for me, because he's been brainwashed with the media, absolutely. he can't defend. Absolutely, for me, it's not to do with listen defending. Defending is isn't about no, you can't defend. Mm. It's getting caught by quality of other teams. Yes. Right? Now, how do you stop that? By all, all players being on the same level, yeah. knowing when they haven't got the ball, to stop the dangers, and the dangerous person playing that type of ball, what can split a defence open? But going now, back how to... do you do that? Yeah. You pressurise. Absolutely. And but one do. go, and then the others don't follow on. It's got to be done as a unit. He was never spoken about in his defensive inabilities when Liverpool were vying for top spot and then won the, the, the Premier League. I don't remember and recall the negativity regarding and surrounding Trent then as what we hear at now. Can you, and that's because Liverpool have played a different way and he ain't been so protected because they haven't had the ball as much. Can you remember when that first when it all first started that? Yeah, yeah. It was a European game. Yeah. Right, but it really got uh, done. And then, like teams, when they've had a bad patch, mm. like which Arsenal did towards the end of the season, but Manchester City did in, in part of the season this year yeah. and then came back with a tremendous run. Yeah. There were three or four games where we looked shocking defensively. Yes. And everything's pointed out. Mm. That then puts the pressure on the player. It puts the pressure on the manager. Right, because they all scream, no, he can't defend, he can't defend. Stop, stop the ball or stop the playing, stop the player from being exploited. Absolutely. That's what good managers do. Absolutely. Right, but what I will say on, what I will say on the Liverpool's uh, defence is 
They've had three great seasons. Yeah. Right? Then last season, they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, they did. Which mm. didn't help them. No. They haven't got a massive strength in squad. Mm. They've got a great squad. But Manchester City have that massive strength in depth. That's what people don't look at. No, absolutely. 100%. What, we, what we do, or what our pundits do, what our media do, pick up on a mistake. Um, they're like a vulture. They pick it and pick it and pick it until they, until they break that player, until they break that manager, mm. until they break that team. That'd yeah. be a great management, uh, wouldn't yeah. I? You would be, too. Honestly, <laughs> you would be. And I think if Trent was playing for Pep, I think he'd look an even better player. Oh, now we're talking on the same path. Well, yeah, I, I really do, because Pep is... The, I mean, he, he is the greatest manager on the planet. I don't want to go down the, the, the road of who was better, Sir Alex or Pep. I think they're both great. I think there's a great respect. And I thought that, you know, Sir Alex just dropping Alex. him a text before the Champions League final, wishing him all the best, was an absolute uh, stroke yeah, of class, like, wasn't it? Alex Ferguson is like that. Absolutely. Right. And what I would say is on that is that will take some beat in Sir Alex's record. 100%. Right, but when you're going about who is the best, let me tell you something. Man United under Alex Ferguson were a very, very, very good football team. Yeah, they were. The team when when Pep beat us and his beat uh, Manchester United, the English team. When I say oh, the English team, mm-hmm. in our own back garden at Wembley. Yeah. And they absolutely, barring 15 minutes. Yeah. They absolutely. That's the best football I've seen since 1974. Schooled them. 1970. Schooled them. And they and they do. The football, that's the best football I had seen. They mm. absolutely destroyed yeah. a, abs- a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant Manchester United team. Yeah. They couldn't get the ball off them. Absolutely. We're, not, we're talking about unbelievable players. Yeah. This Man United team. Yeah, but that team that Pep had at Barcelona oh. was different, right? Yeah. So you're going to be a manager now too. You you want to be the manager. Who's your, who's your yeah, first Yeah, by the way, I, but I was going to ask you who's your manager, but... I'm being my own manager. I'm picking my team. Okay, well, and they're going to and they're going to go out to play football. Then they're going to know how the importance not to, when we haven't got the ball. I uh, I don't know about how far we're going to be on the same line here, but I've, there'll be a shock for you because I've left Jack out only for a purpose. Okay. Only for a purpose, um, because I know you would pick, pick Jack, and I, I was going to pick him. What system are you playing? I'm going to play a four four a, a four one. No, sorry. Yeah, a four. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to play a four, one, two, three. Okay. I'm playing a goalkeeper and everybody else is an attacker. All right. <laughs> Do you want me to pick my team first? Yep, go on then. Let's have, you, let's have your goalkeeper and your defence first, and then I'll right. give you my goalkeeper and my defence will go like that. Edison. Okay. Manchester City. Yep. Walker of Manchester City. Not only have I gone for technical ability, I, I, they've all got pace. Yeah. Uh, uh, Zinchenko of Arsenal. Yeah. Stones and Van Dijk. Okay. My back four, well, back three, I've only got three defenders. Courtois is my goalkeeper. I, th- I didn't see that much of him this season, but what I did see of him... I thought he was absolutely magnificent. Yeah, I know. Well, class a, goalkeeper. I know they got a whack in at, um, at, at, at the Etihad, but I think it could have been even more if Courtois wasn't in goal. But I do think he's, for me, the best goalie 
on the planet at the moment. The my, reason, the, my my opinion of them two and the other kid, Alison at Liverpool, because I still think he's one of the best in the world. I do as well. You know, uh, the distribution, and that's why Edison, you know, uh, yes. if you come st- uh, stopping, you know, what's the word I'm looking Shot stoppers, that's the yeah. word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's the best in the world at that, but yeah. his all-round game with the with his uh, with his passing of the ball, that's why I'll, I'll, I've gone for Edison. And my back three, I've gone an all Manchester City back three. I've gone Stones, Diaz, and Aki. But after we've won this game we're not, and we go out on our celebrations, I'm keeping a wide berth of uh, Ruben Diaz. Have you ever celebrated, Gabby? I have, yeah, but not thrown up in one of my mates, um, Mrs. or Mother's handbag. <laughs> well, all my mate, all my all my players would be uh, celebrating not only for two or three nights like Jack were. They'd be <laughs> celebrating for six months. Absolutely, <laughs> it did tickle me because it it was Ruben Diaz that threw up in Jack Grealish's <laughs> mum's purse. <laughs> That's quality. Right, what's your midfield T? I've gone three in midfield. Now, you, you pick your three now. Okay, my midfield three, I've gone Kevin De Bruyne, Jack Grealish and Martin Odegaard. And I've put them three against any I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that. I've left Jack out to put Odegaard in because I knew you'd play yeah, Jack. No, I'll so play, I I'll play well, all three of them. You know. I, I well, see Jack as a central midfield player rather than a wide midfield player. So I'm... That's where I'm putting Jack. Odegaard was my last person I put down. Yeah, he's great. And I do like Odegaard. Yep. I do like Odegaard. But listen to this. Go on. I've done De Bruyne and Odegaard. Yeah, great. And you've done De Bruyne and Odegaard. So we're we're not far wrong, really, are we? No, absolutely. The only midfield player player I play is uh, Rodri. Great player. Great player. Massive fan of Rodri. Massive fan. I think that he is fantastic. And again... Where where people all pace, yeah, all quality on the ball, but where very, very give the ball but, away. But where people get mixed up with the you know this holding midfield player, and and certainly with England we've seen it with Declan Rice, Phillips, and and one or two others that just hold hands with the back four. Rodri's all over the pitch. He's just a commanding midfield player that just anchors that three. But I've do, just gone with those three. Do you know the you know the elite managers when they play an Audi midfield player? Yeah. You talk about the English talk about an Audi midfield player. Yeah. He's sitting in front of the back four. Exactly. When you've got De Bruyne and Jack and you say, right, go on. Yeah. Right. Rodri will be up supporting them. Yeah. And not too far away from because if they lose it. Is there to, to win it back, not sat too deep like the English want to play an old midfield player. Exactly, and 100%. that's the difference. That's 100%. the difference. Hundred percent. But I haven't gone with the holder. I've gone with De Bruyne, Grealish, and Odegaard, and and they'll just we'll get the we ain't going to give the ball away, so we ain't going to worry about defending. This has got to be the same forward line. This go on then. This has to be the same forward line. <laughs> go on, Mbappe? you go. No, I haven't gone Mbappe. All right. Well, I've no. got Mbappe. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you've got your mate to AC Milan. Carvascalia, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. And uh, Vinay Jr. Right, okay. I mean, all pace. Yeah. All goal scorers. Not pace, they've got blistering pace. Now, I've gone, my front two is uh, Ireland and Kane. Kane? Yeah, I've gone Ireland and Kane. And then on the right, I've got Rafael Leo for uh, AC Milan, uh, the Portuguese lad. 
I think he's going to go for a lot of money. I did, I love Vinicius, but I prefer Carvascalia. In my, and that's great. Yeah. I've always told you. Yeah. I'll never criticize anybody for the opinions. I think Carvascalia is one of the greatest players that I've seen play football. Um, and I'm hoping that he does come to the Premier League, but it's going to take a lot of money. I've got to, to interrupt you, from Gabby. I've just had a text here. What, from Carvascalia? I've been warded manager a year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to get your team there You'd against love to my be in team. The room, oh, absolutely, T. But, but I do like that Rafael Leo. I, I, I watched him. Great player, absolutely. Napoli. That's why it's. That's why mm. I always say, even though, I'm. It's a constructive criticism I have with coaches and managers. Yeah. That's why it's the di- most difficult job to to pick. Yeah. I mean, I've left Jack out. And the only reason why I've left Jack out, if, if I'd have been picking this, with, not against you, because I knew mm-hmm. you'd have picked Jack, and I thought, well, I'll try and break it up for something yeah. different. Um, how do you how do you leave a player like, how do I leave a player like Jack out? How do I leave mm-hmm. the kid out what you just mentioned? Not only that, there's stacks of players in there. You, yeah, you know, We're both leaving out. Yeah, 100%. But if I'm picking any team in the world, Grealish is my captain. And then Jack will organise the celebrations when we win the treble. But I'd be, I'd be the first to send you all a bottle of champagne in just a look, lads. You've played absolutely, absolutely brilliant, but yeah. you've come up now against the king. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and again, I mean, he took some stick about his uh, going on the lash after winning the treble. I mean, come on. Walk a mile in the kid's shoes, go through the season the kid has played, and he can go out and get absolutely rat assed every day of the week. I ain't bothered. The kid deserves everything that's going his way. I think he's an absolute. He deserves everything that goes his way. Absolutely. He's one of the greatest players we've produced. Yeah. I told you about this kid, and I know you told me, but I told you about this kid when he went to Notts County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On loan. Yeah. Right. What I would say against him, mm-hmm. right? He knew that England, and he's having problems with Southgate. Yeah. And I do. I, I would not want him to go down the path I did and say, "Oh bollocks to him." I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not interested. Mm. You know, you look at the rest of them, the other European players. You know, they they knew they were going to play for the country, so mm. they kept him. Say, now if if and, and rightly so, there shouldn't have been any more games. They're entitled to go and celebrate what yeah. season they've had. 100%. But once you know you're going to play, because he knows he's going to be in the squad. The yeah. thing about it, he still doesn't mean he'd have played anyway, because I'm not sure South, well, I do, he doesn't like it. I don't, I'm not saying he doesn't like him. No, he wouldn't have started But him. for someone like he does not want to pick Jack Grealish. No, Southgate wouldn't have picked him, whether he'd had a celebration for three days or not. He's not Gareth Southgate's kind of player. He's my kind of player. And if I was the England manager, I'd say, Jack, I'd have been on the phone to him. I'd have FaceTimed him. And I'd say, Jack, just stay out there. We're we're only playing Malta. And to be fair, our under-10s could beat Malta. And then we've got another game. I haven't watched both the games. I haven't watched them. No. I, I watched the Malta game and fell to sleep. And then I was doing a podcast. So I didn't, I didn't see... I think I've seen about the last 20, maybe 25 minutes of the North Macedonia game. But two games that England won at a counter, would have and should have won at a counter. And I would have just said to Jack, Jack, 
couldn't be part of the squad. But uh, you're playing the second game, but the first game we don't need you. And that's as I would have done it. And I would have, I, I would encourage Jack Grealish to do all that he does. And I would say never change. And like Alan, when he was in his pump, Waddington used to say to Alan, Alan, go out and enjoy yourself. And then on the pitch, Alan had just produced his magic. And that's the only time I judge a footballer on what he produces well, on the field of play, not what he does off it. I couldn't care less. Well, I would have, what I would have done, because at the end of the season, uh, and they've won a treble, I'd have said to Jack, mm. go and enjoy yourself. Yep. Right? I'll see you next year. Yeah. Because I know we're going to win these two matches. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It saves him, uh, the manager, and, and he could have put in the papers. I'm not picking Jack. I've spoke to Jack. Uh, I tell him, go and enjoy yourself. You've had a tremendous season, mm-hmm. and you'll be in my team for when we, you know, when the serious football gets uh, underway. Absolutely. Because choose who we'd have played. If we, choose who we... Choose who would he depict? He's going to win those two games. Oh, all day long. I mean, England cannot lose or drop points in this group. The only go- the only game that's going to be um, difficult, in my opinion, was Italy away, and then they they got through that uh, quite easily. I think Italy at Wembley will be a difficult game, but falling short of that, I can't see England dropping another point. Uh, book corner and association <clears throat> with my football books. Andy's been a bit busy, so I haven't um, disturbed him at the moment because we are, well, it is the last podcast tonight, so we're going to be having a little bit of time off and then we'll regroup and then we'll get hold of Andy for the beginning well, so of next season. You, 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 I tell you, you're a taskmaster, you like Pep, you know, I haven't had an holiday yet. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going to let you go on holiday for a bit. Have you got any holidays booked up too, by the way? And to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Thank you.